welcome into the Common Dad Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am yet again your host, Justin Matthew Gray. This is also season four, Justin Matthew Gray. And I am, of course, joined by my co-host, Andrew Holland. How are you doing this fine co-host? What what would you like me to call you? I don't know. Supreme Lord and Commander. Rolls off the tongue quite nicely. Um, things, what things are you are drinking good. on this? Uh, this is just uh, one of the cheap bourbons off the bar. I don't know. Um, I have a number of them that are just kind of inexpensive. You don't even just look. Pour it and don't even look anymore. It's, yeah, it's all the same, right? Once, once, you're five you've, glasses once deep, you've had one or two, matter. I don't. Yeah, I don't really um, do the nicer bourbons after one or two because you're kind of starting to lose the, you know. Let me ask you a question. You're a bourbon guy. More of a Scotch You're a guy, bourbon guy for bourbon. sure. I. Oh God, that's exactly what a bourbon guy was. I'm a Scotch guy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, we already did the "What's the Difference" episode, and I don't remember. I just know really? Scotch tastes worse than bourbon. That's <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? Um, it burns. Burns. That's the difference. Scotch is bad bourbon. Um, <laughs> wow. Welcome to the You're comment. Anyway, a lot of comments. So on that. It, it, oh yeah, I hope so. I hope we do. Um, let me ask you this. You're a, you're a Scotch guy, sure. but during the summertime, I don't get me wrong. I prefer some bourbon, some Scotch. I love it. But when it's really hot outside, do you still go there? Because I do not like the dark water. When it's hot outside, there are do you? there are ways to do it. Number one, you cool it down a little bit, and you know, to that point, you're not using your With expensive ice. bourbons to ice them down. Um, sure. So yeah, bourbon or scotch on the rocks, not too bad. Still, kind of an evening drink. You're not going to do it at like two o'clock, yeah. you know, in the afternoon when the sun is still out and it's still really hot out. Um, right. There's a lot of different bourbon based cocktails you can do though that are very refreshing, like bourbon lemonades and bourbon okay. teas. And um, I've been looking up a few recipes for this summer to see what I can find that could be enjoyable on a vacation, things like that. What about a little what about a little tequila? Do you like that one when, when the summer? I'm not as big on the tequilas. I have tried to get into them. Yeah. Not I haven't given them their their due justice yet. So maybe at some point I'll try harder. But at the moment, bourbon's just easy. Whiskey's easy. Maybe we should do a tequila tasting episode. You and I buy about five bottles of tequila and we take, you know, two glasses so we get a good of each. I just thought we were gonna finish all five bottles in one night. What is a solid? Maybe we need to make, make this a permanent segment. We need to do an offensive tequila episode where we nice pick all of the cheap, crappy ooh. tequilas that have celebrity yeah. names on them, and then we rate them at the top of the chart, like the Rocks Tequila. <laughs> Just it's the best thing yeah. out there. It's, it's I mean, I've, nothing better. It's the best ever. I've <laughs> I've heard the Rocks Tequila is good, but then again, everything the Rock ever does is fantastic, and it's the best thing of all. Time. I've heard people who aren't um, tequila drinkers say that it's good. Anybody who's a tequila drinker right. does not say it's good. I doesn't no doesn't like it. They literally throw the bottle. Doesn't in Ryan the trash. Reynolds have a tequila too? No, he has a gin. He has aviation gin. A gin. That's right. Who, there's another celebrity that has. There's a lot of celebrities that have a tequila. Um, but I think this summer I'm going to dive into some tequila and see if we can. Because I've heard if you get like a good tequila, it's not like not your college tequila. It's not Patron. It's not. Um, 
Is Jose Cuervo is that the Jose Cuervo's out there? Like, is that a tequila? Yeah, that's a. So stay away from one. those. I've heard like the good ones. No, you're. I mean, you you want to go with uh, no Jose there's Cuervo's. So many different names of tequilas out there, I, and that's where yeah. that's where like I've tried to get into them, and it's just it's yeah. There's so many different ones, and there's so much research that goes into where each one was founded and the history behind it. And oh gosh, yeah, they're all completely different. It's, it's all too much for me to care and it's about. Like, it's like I just want to know if it tastes good. Old really quick. Um, you know how at like Costco and Sam's Club on Fridays they give out free samples. I think they should do that at liquor stores. So Some stores will really do tastings. Getting into. If you sign up for member really? lists on no, like ABC, like, samples, like if you have an ABC wine and spirits mm-hmm. near you. Um, a lot of times I want to say that they, Give it a uh, shot. ABC call us because I, I'm completely speaking without any knowledge of whether you actually do this or not. Yeah. Call us and sponsor. Yeah. Us. There you go. Do both. I believe they mm-hmm. do Come wine deck, tastings at least, if not whiskey tastings as well. I could do that. I, w- I would like, and you know that. what? So Actually, summer, I have I have gone this. in there on a few occasions to pick some things up, and I've seen vendors in there. Not necessarily ABC, but I've seen I've seen vendors in there. They give you little airplane doing bottles, you know. Yep. No, I mean this right, wasn't so the bottles. This was full on. They had a bunch of little plastic shot glasses, out. and they were okay. checking IDs. And oh, just you could shooting right there. Well, you're sampling that. it. That's you're great. sampling whatever the, the drink is. <laughs> But yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's what I'll tell my wife when I come home for. Granted, I do live in Florida store. and we do I things differently here. I wasn't taking shots. I was sampling. It's classy. Jeez. Florida's a bit different. So, all right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Florida's a lot different from everywhere in the whole Florida's world. Florida's the real America. I am going to. It's something. It's certainly something. On the 4th of July, it's certainly the MVP. There's no doubt about that. 4th of July, Florida wins the internet. Um, all right, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna try some tequilas this summer, and I'll get back to you. We'll see what we think. If you're listening to this and you are a tequila person, let me know. Give me give me some guidance here. I don't. I've got nothing. The last time I drank tequila, was probably a sophomore in college, and I'm sure it didn't end well. Um, speaking of drinking, let's talk about wedding regrets. Ooh. Let's talk about that. I didn't think um, that was what the title so was. So I'll just write off. Oh, that's what we're calling wedding regrets or I regret my wedding. Cut that up. Put that in there. That's perfect. So right off the bat, we don't regret who we married, right? Yep. We're safe there. Okay, good. Agreed. All right. Everything after that. Everything after that. After the wedding. What do we regret? Now, for clarification. For for this is why that title a little context here, on man. this. It's not about after. Well, the I want to make it as volatile as possible. Right, it's during the wedding. It's, it's the actual. It's a wedding ceremony redo, and it's it's not reception. A regret. It's the it's a wedding, wedding redo. redo. Which isn't isn't that what a regret is? A redo? Like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I don't know. As long as you would do it different. So this came about, we were, we were chatting a while ago and we were just kind of, you know, I don't even know how we got it in the conversation. We were talking about weddings and like, obviously we have a, a, a larger scope of things now than when we did when we were first getting married as like what's important and what's not. And come to our surprise, we had a lot of things that we would uh, tweak, I would say about the wedding and well, so maybe not even tweak, we- fully change. 
we both attended a wedding not too long ago, and we just recently came up on Correct. the one-year anniversary of that person's wedding, and we were talking with that person, and we were saying – That's what it was. You've been married for one year. You've now yep. you've now crossed this hurdle that is a very large hurdle and takes a lot of planning sure. and a lot of money and a lot of resources and time and energy and effort and blood and sweat and tears and all these things that go into planning a wedding. You're a year on the other side mm -hmm. of it. Would you do anything different? And this person kind of flipped yep. it around on us and was like, well, you guys are both past the 10-year mark. What would you do right. different? And we're like, oh, crap. Yep. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a – and I wouldn't Turns say there's a lot we would do different. <laughs> there's certainly a list. And I think some of that just comes They're with, not all big with things. time. And so I, I think right. you have to clarify that like we, anything that we would change just because personalities change, I feel like maybe you should remove from this. So it's like if you have a different True. best friend now, 10 years after your wedding than you did right, when right. you were you getting married, that. that doesn't yeah. count. Like you're still going to have right. a friend right. be yeah. your best man or whatever that is. Yes. That's fine. Right. These would be more like style changes to the wedding. Things that sure. you spent a lot of time and energy so, and effort planning or specifically wanting in your wedding that now you look back and go, man, mm -hmm. I thought that would work. And looking back on it, uh, probably yeah. should have gone with <laughs> this other thing. So I'll start it off with this. Uh, we've talked about several times on this show about there are some things that you want to be cheap on and can save money on. Um, and there's some things you don't want to. For example, toilet paper. Go ahead and get the better toilet paper. It's going to be worth it. So I made the mistake. No, we made the mistake of we were on a budget, as most people are during a wedding. We are on a relatively small budget, but it is what it is. We made it happen. Um the time came to choose a DJ and I believe we paid this gentleman $500. Um, and I thought, first of all, that's cheaper than I thought. And then my second thought was how hard could it possibly be to be a DJ? Like we can, how bad could he screw this thing up? Well, I think the assumption going into it usually is up. just that it's just an iTunes playlist. And I don't even know that iTunes playlists are really a thing that, nowadays the that I'm dating myself here just by saying iTunes yep. playlist. Nobody has iTunes yep. anymore. But at the time, right. my thought, because we got married yeah. uh, seven months apart. Pretty close. My thought yep. was, yeah, yep. it's it's an iTunes playlist. You pick the best songs. You throw them in a playlist. You hit play. And you yep. hit shuffle you know, the playlist. What am I paying this guy for? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, to bring speakers <laughs> and a laptop and some cables and set Turns it up. Out. But that's about right. it. It's actually a little bit more. It's, you know. Now that I've been, because when I was married, I'd probably only been to like, well, your wedding and then I don't know, a handful, just a couple more, but not a lot. But the DJ is kind of the lifeblood of the party. If you get a crap can, DJ, your reception could suck. They can, they can, they can really the sway the night at the party. The amount That's, of energy yes, your, that is your attendees exert is proportionally related to the DJ. The music right. he's playing, yes. the microphone, his emceeing skills, things like that. And that's where, you know, some people producer don't even go is the, the DJ route. They go with like an MC and they, they do like a band. Right. It's a strong the, the play. Live band. It's a much more I've expensive play. I've been plan. to a live band. 
it's a good time. A lot. It is a good time. Uh, it's I'm sure fun. it's a bit more it, expensive we to put hard. four or five people on the stage than one. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Um, our DJ missed every possible cue that you could miss, including the entrance to my wife walking down the aisle. Um, he missed the, you know, when we kiss, he missed that one. When we were leaving, he missed that one. And then I don't know. I think he was using CDs on a horrible computer. And even when he did hit the cues, they would all, the songs would skip. And yes. halfway through the reception, it's, it, we were, it started to sprinkle like, and he was like, I gotta go. It wasn't really so, a sprinkle. I was it there. It ended up working out. It was a torrential oh, downpour yeah, in right. South it Florida. Did, it did pour. Okay, but question, downpour. question. If you're a DJ, if you're a DJ, I, I don't know, but if you get booked for an outside wedding in South Florida, should you not be prepared for some elements? You should maybe, be prepared for maybe? some elements. There are So here's here's where I get into some Something. of it. And and I think a lot of this goes into right. everybody's energy and effort on the pre-planning side. And it's tough to say because <laughs> Touché. there's Touché. There's so much that has to be planned for a wedding, and that's where like wedding planners can really come into play. Not that I'm saying you need a wedding planner, yep. but they certainly take a lot of They're elements helpful. off of your plate because you're adding a person's mm -hmm. time and their energy and effort. You can you only have so much time and energy that you can put out into planning this thing, and depending on the amount of mm -hmm. time, how long your engagement is, it you might not have the time for it. But realistically, sure. you should go interview your DJ, and realistically, you yeah. should probably interview two or three or four DJs, regardless mm -hmm. of the price. Don't even get into the price at the beginning. Just go interview four different DJs. Just get a feel for them. Get a feel yep. for them, their personalities, yep. their style. Then you can start getting into their setup and if possible, even do follow-up interviews where maybe you both go to the venue and you scope it out and you say, here's the venue. Here's where we're going to set up. Here's where we're going to do this. Here's where, you know, if they're doing the wedding and the reception, hey, we're going right. to be on the beach for this part. Do you have battery-powered speakers that we can use on a beach? Because there's ready? no power outlets yeah. out on a beach. Let's make sure we right. have that before we – like – Doing that, it's, yeah, it's called like a site survey, but doing none. a site survey or a site yeah. visit allows your DJ to look at this and go, okay, I don't have weather rated speakers and you're putting these out in the middle of a field. Maybe I need to go get something that's okay for the elements or some trash bags something, or something. A, a tarp? You know, I don't know. You can have these anyway, conversations. Anyway, he left. And, but uh, it takes time. It takes, you have to have iPod. time and energy to go do those pre-planning things. But honestly, it does pay out yep. in the end because... Yep. Like you said, if your DJ sucks, uh, everybody's going to kind of talk about it. Like that's going to be the talking point of your there, wedding. Well, luckily, we got saved by I don't know who somebody had an iPod and and it worked out because the guy did leave um, and it did rain pretty hard late into the evening. But we kept it going. Um, and so that, that's what I got. DJ, do you what you what do you have? Do you have a list? I, I, I don't have a or list. Let me um, just go off my. I happy okay. to go off yours. The number one thing I think I would okay. change um if we were going back, mm -hmm. we used a specific venue for the ceremony and then we went somewhere else for the reception. Mm -hmm. 
I probably wouldn't do it that way now. Um, having people transport from right. two different venues in South Florida traffic and time and energy and effort and all these different things. We also did a summer wedding. So we did do it inside. Being that we're in South mm -hmm. Florida, it's been a major part of our lives. It's where we met all these different things. It might like I've I've attended a few beach weddings now. I think I probably okay. would try to find a venue near the beach or with a really nice outdoor area that we could do something outdoors. Um, mm -hmm. And a specifically a venue that could do the ceremony and the reception where we're not trying to book multiple different venues at the same time. Keep it that simple. kind of brings me in. That's almost <clears throat> my overwhelming. I wish I would have. And ours was relatively simple, but there's even looking back, I I wish we would have even dumbed it down even more and allocated money where, hey, we only have X amount of dollars for DJ and this, but it's like, yeah, but who gives a shit about the cake? Let's get a cheap cake. Nobody cares. Let's put let's give a thousand more dollars. Let's hire a good DJ, you know, like mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah, keeping it simple. Um we kept ours. I felt like pretty simple. Um, it was all in the same spot, which was nice. It was all, all pretty much compact and right there. But yeah, I have been to some weddings. Yours was yours was just the one car ride, which well, we from did, my for perspective, the, for the from wedding party, we paid for like a, imagine a limo. Was not fun. But that was also an added limo. complication. So we transported the wedding party from right. one venue to the next. But the problem was, is the entire wedding yep. party drove to the first venue. Mm -hmm. And then when the limo dropped them off at the second venue, yeah. their cars weren't there. Now, what do you do? Our our reception went late into the night. So, it, yeah. it, again, two venues added a lot of complication, sure added a did. lot of challenges. Sure did. Um, yeah. And ultimately looking back, the first venue we we specifically chose because it was a memory for both of us. And mm -hmm. looking back on it, I think we let that memory influence our decision more than it should have. We should have chosen sure. a venue for the new memory that we were making rather than looking yeah. back and saying, oh, well, this place means something to us. So let's create yeah. a new memory here. We should have just said, we're making a new memory. This is our wedding. Let's go pick the best wedding venue. We we tried yes. to go backwards, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. That would be the, the thing I would change. Yes. I would also um, – and this is hard to say. Um, I have known a couple who um, – and this has probably happened to more people just kind of along the same vein as like where your venue is like, but also be fully aware of who is actually marrying you. Um, in your guys' example, you picked a fantastic person. Um, well, thank you. In our example, we, we picked a, our, the guy, the guy we got was great too. Adam was funny. He was great. Light on his feet. He was able to tap dance when there were some laws. It's perfect. Um, I, however, know a couple who moved to a new city and attended a new church and had a pastor there that they kind of knew and kind of didn't do the wedding for them. And they're still married. They have a kid. It's all great. But in their wedding photos, they have to look back at a pastor who was like almost went to jail for some really not good stuff. Like some sexual abuse stuff at the workplace stuff. And it's like, the that guy's in all your stuff. pictures, man. 
like so if you're gonna if you're gonna get married well if you when you're picking who's marrying you really know the person well really be aware like have a strong background so I, if you haven't would known the person that. for I would more challenge than like that because three years as much as i agree with you you never know what the other person what these people are sure so sure. and that's where i would say yeah okay you're never going to truly know somebody i mean look uh, so you brought up the example no, of a yeah. pastor some of these pastors yeah. are pastors yeah. of these massive churches and they go on for 20 30 right. years doing ministry and building up huge churches mm -hmm. and yes there is some dark in their past or in their yeah. their you know yeah some secrets in their folder never saw it coming um, I'm and sure. yeah nobody sees that coming i mean look at how long they've been doing this nobody sees those secrets coming out so you don't necessarily know True. that and that's why i would True. say the trick then is make sure you take a variety of pictures sit down and discuss every possible arrangement that's of right pictures that's a great um, call you know i recently went to a wedding where mm -hmm. they were trying to take all these different family pictures and whatnot and there's family that maybe you're not as close to and so you feel obligated no, like you're taking the family <laughs> you're taking the family yes. uh photos and so it's like everybody's yep. in the photo but you're closer with one than another and it's like well but that's kind of awkward really? and so it's like you yep at the end of the day if you just go through and strategically pair up all these different combinations mm -hmm. you can kind of combos man hide and finagle taking the different varieties of shots and then which ones you choose to post and use and save and keep that's up to so, you but if you take the combination, maybe you take a picture with the, the yeah. family you're close with, and then you take a picture with the family you're not so close with, and then you take a picture with all of the families together. And now nobody knows what you're going to do with them. You just, you're taking pictures. Sure. Yeah, and if the one the that you're not so, as close with never makes it onto <laughs> Facebook, who cares? Nobody's really going to go back and it. really dissect all yeah. the different combinations and say, oh, well, this one picture you didn't take. In which case, and blame it on the photographer. That, they exactly so but i have take another the variety tip um, take one without the pastor and that way when the pastor comes out as a pedophile diddling yeah. sex crazed homophobic right. you can yeah. just use the picture it's that not, doesn't have yeah. him in it right <laughs> it was uh this isn't a regret because this didn't happen at my wedding however this was a very savvy move by my older brother at my youngest brother's wedding where he had a very serious girlfriend with him knows the family very well <laughs> And we were all he taking photos this. and he was very, my brother's a little older. So they, there's not a lot of tap dancing between this relationship. They've both been around the block. They know what's going on. And he was like, Hey, why don't you step out of the picture just in case you don't make it? And she, she gladly hopped to the side. They take, and they, she would just hop in and hop out. And she completely understood. And it was perfectly fine. Cause <laughs> you don't want to look back at a family photo and you're like, Oh yeah, that's yep. She didn't make the cut. Like it's just not, it's not the end of the world, but you know, now have that conversation maybe before you get there because that could really blow up in your if face. If you're going to ask um, your brother to do that, yes, you should probably have that conversation because maybe yeah. your brother's thinking this thing's going to last, and you're like, "Well, you're not married yet, so I don't well, know if right, your relationship's sure. going to last." Let's be sure. So I would like you right. to have a conversation with your missus beforehand and say, yes. "Hey, we're going to take yes. one with and without you once you're married. If you if you were like, you know, love you, but." Yep. Hey, here's here's but, the deal. Yeah. 
just to, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't, it wasn't my older brother's wedding. So it's not like, it's not, it's not his to screw up. Right. So he had a, he had a duty to do so. So <laughs> I've got one last well, one and I think it's the biggest one. So let me, uh, let me buy ahead, some time for you. Got, please the do. The only other thing Bye. that I can really think of is that we spent a lot of time trying to make other people happy at our wedding the people we chose, mm. the number of bridesmaids and groomsmen we chose, the best man, maid of honor combinations, who was walking with who and and in what order were we walking? Oh, and my gosh. Which songs are we doing? And we're okay doing this dance and we're doing mad? that dance and we need oh, to do gosh. these dances and we need to do this thing and we need to do the dollar mm -hmm. dance and we need to do this thing. And we spent so much time. Mm -hmm. You know, we were both members of kind of a large church. We had a lot of friends. We have a mm -hmm. lot of family. So this immediately turned into, well, if we invite so-and-so, then we have to invite this person and we have oh, to invite yeah. that person. And all of a sudden, our guest list was 250 plus yep. for the reception. Mm -hmm. The wedding, the venue yep. we chose, again, going back to the venue, the venue we chose <laughs> seats 2,500 people. Because it's the church we mm -hmm. grew up in. And it's like, well, if you take 300 people and put them in a 1,500, 2,000 seat room or whatever, like, it's just going to look like a puny group of people. So it's like, again, like, we tried to make yeah. all these people happy with every decision we made and everything we were deciding on. And it's like, at the end of the day, I really wish we had just chosen, like, not even all the family. Just been like, hey, we're going to do a small little <laughs> intimate gathering on yep. the beach. It's just going to be a couple of us, our closest friends, mm -hmm. immediate family, grandparents. And we're going to do a small little thing and a reception at a bar afterwards, you know, like a nice restaurant bar where we're going to yep. reserve the private room or something, yeah, something small. And, we tried and to Applebee's. make so many people. Yeah, real nice family dinner. Um, mm -hmm. Chili's, something like that. Yeah. We tried to make so many other people happy at our wedding. We ignored all of our own Yourself. preferences and design. Like it, it just yep. it was all about trying to make the wedding happy for everybody else. As we spent all of our money, right. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. shouldn't be that way. I had down. I had down worry less as one of mine in the everything you just said. Yep. Remember, it's your wedding. You do what you want. And if you offend somebody, great news. You don't have to come. Yeah. Go ahead and, and if, just if, if, click on that little link on the RSVP and let us know you're not going to be there. That's okay. No problem. Like, well, and if you offend somebody by not inviting them, they're not going to be in the pictures. So who cares? <laughs> right. It's problem solved. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's. And there, and nobody's gonna remember what table you sat them at. Nobody's gonna care because you're gonna get like it's just it's none of it's gonna matter. Now, if you do want to have a little fun, you can really try to make it uncomfortable uh, for some people. You know, figure out where you're placing them. Um, yeah, just yeah, do care less about light, other people. It's your day. It's your party. I have leave the worrying up to the best man. The the I almost said the first lady. Um, okay. What's the woman version of Rise, the best or, uh, uh, maid of honor? I'm going to maid of honor. I, I'm going to go with the first lady. That sounds classier. Um, I did have a situation. You want to worry less, but you don't want to carry less, you know, to a point to where it's not good. I, I was at a wedding and I'm not going to name names here, but 
this couple chose a friend to do the wedding, which I've seen before. This friend um, had not been in any sort of public speaking engagement ever. Oh, no. He had certainly never done a wedding. Uh, he was certainly not funny, and boy, he thought he was. And we went to the, um, we went to the, just the the rehearsal, and mm-hmm. this guy's doing his shtick, and I pulled my buddy aside, and I was like, "Look, are you sure? <laughs> because this it's not is, too late to change this it. Is rough right now." He's like. No, he'll be fine. And I remember I offered, I said, look, you can like get ordained online, like in 10 minutes. If you need me to do this, I'll just, I I won't mess it up. I'll just, I'll be right from the book. Literally like this isn't going to go, oh, no, it'll be fine. And it was something, but it was, I offered, I was are we sure this is what we want to do? And so just, you know, it's. So the rehearsal was rough. How was the wedding? Worry, worry less, but. Fine. There you go. The way the, it all worked out in the end. The, this is less. what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Everybody knew that person, so it was kind of funny to everybody else. So I was like, "All right, he didn't, he didn't flatline and fall on his face completely, but you know, it was, it, it was fine." Um, okay. So the last thing I have is, and we, I kind of touched on this a little earlier, is allocate your money to where your honeymoon is way better than your wedding. We got to our honeymoon and had no money. And when I say no money, we were doing calculations on how much we had to put in the car, like as far as gasoline goes to get home. On the final day, we were in Orlando. Uh, We couldn't afford Disney tickets. So we went to Disney. I think it was still downtown Disney at the time. And we had no money for food. Uh, We'd already burned up all of our gift cards from the wedding. We went through the the little chocolate place (laughs) they have down there. I can't remember the company. Um, and they they hand out yeah yeah they hand out little chocolate squares. We walked through that line like five times, like a couple homeless people, just anything we can get. Um, and the lady was like, "You guys have been here a couple times." We were like, "Yeah, we're on our honeymoon," and we just you know we told her we're like we're out of money. She's like, "Oh, here." She just gave us like a whole handful. So just don't don't do don't be that on your honeymoon. Like if you're if you're looking at your budget for your wedding and your honeymoon and you're like cutting corners on your honeymoon but not on your wedding no cut the corners on the wedding have have a great honeymoon do that I know you guys bought out on your honeymoon do you we, regret that we we did a sandals vacation on our honeymoon and it was worth every penny and I agree with you hundred percent the honeymoon is more important it. than the wedding yes the wedding is like a quick party. The honeymoon is a week, two weeks, yep. depending on like what you're doing. I mean, it's it's like a week long vacation. Definitely put money mm-hmm. into that. Don't skimp out on that. That's that's a yep. huge, 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 huge thing that can make or break the beginning of your marriage. Yeah, I mean, we still had a good time as newly married couples do in a hotel room, but you know, we didn't get to go anywhere nice to eat. <clears throat> We didn't get to do any of that. Like we literally coasted into town on fumes. Like mm-hmm. we made it. So, uh, yeah, ball out for your honeymoon, man. It's it's worth it for sure. Um, that's all I've got. Do you have anything else to add? I think that's great. At the end of the Nothing. day, now we just got to figure it's out your we- wedding. Do what you want. Don't worry about yes. other people. Yes. Don't worry about yep. You know, making other people happy. Don't worry about doing a venue that you know, has a special memory or something like that. Just, and, and do your homework works for everybody. Do your homework, Mm -hmm. like go interview multiple people. Even if you can't afford 
the specific person, even if they post the price and you can't afford them, go interview them, learn, learn Mm -hmm. more by doing the interview with them and then go apply that to other people and put them on a grading scale so that you can see like, Oh, like this person's out of my budget, but here's what they offer. And Oh, look, I found this other person who's in my budget, but they still offer all these things. Right. Get a frame of reference. Maybe I'll go do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, that is all we have. Hopefully you got a little something out of this. Um, Add in your wedding regrets. Tag your significant other. Um, We really want to hear these. They could be juicy. Try not to get too mean or do. I don't care. It's fine. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you have listened, please don't forget to leave a review anywhere you're listening. Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Um, Don't forget to go to the socials. Facebook at The Common Dad. Instagram, The Common Dad. And we are on the YouTubes as well. If you're watching, you already know if you're listening you can actually watch this production on the youtube channel leave a comment leave a subscription we love all of it and it's all free so do it while it's free before we become megastars um, then we're gonna have to charge so is what it is thank you guys so much for listening let us know your regrets about your marriage that's not that's not worded correctly let us know what you would redo about your wedding let's say that thank you so much and we will see you next time